Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Noted lush, Carrie O'Donnell. Noted lush, good time boy. Good time, Carrie. The good time boy of Brooklyn and the Mm. greater New York City area. The five boroughs. Carrie O'Donnell. Carrie. Carrie, haunting the streets of New York. Like a ghoul. Pupils dilated, ready to roll. Literally. Literally. (laughs) While rolling. I... Being ready to roll while rolling was my... Hell yeah. Just like, gonna do it again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And just like that. And just like that. I'm rolling. And just like that. I still can't believe slash I'm grateful for, but also just I'm in awe of the fact that like we never interacted like that. No. No. We interacted. I think think it's good. No, it's great. Because we have have, like a completely different knowledge of each other than that era. it's, It's interesting. I mean, I think we like... Because I don't know, we went out to dinner like once, but it was my, it wasn't like a rager night. Or no, anything. it was like me you and our friend Carrie. Yeah. And at that like sushi place. Mm-hmm. But, but it I was saw like, you, I was like at a party that you were hosting for your book. And we, oh, ra- yeah. and we raged. We did rage that night. We were at the standard. Ooh, honey. I went home with a man that night. You did? <laughs> Good for you. I went to bed time. Ooh. 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 Honey. Don't know about that. It was fun though. Bedside is like the spot. Then I came back to the hotel and I was supposed to meet my dad for brunch. He was there. I remember he was there. He was there, starting. He was starting. <laughs> yeah, his under. He was starting. That. I think you actually talked to me about like we didn't really know each other, but I think you actually talked to me about that your dad was starting. I probably did because I was literally, like, I was like, I, don't worry, happens to us all. <laughs> you were probably starting. <laughs> 
Tonya. He's a goat. You've chose me. Now you have to. Now you have to stick with it. Keep to your promises. You made your bed. Now you lie made your in bed. It. No, 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 no. You better relax. But okay. yeah, we never. No, my dad was starting, and then. Um, I mean, we were starting at the stander that night. We all started in our own ways. I started all the way to Bedsty. You started then, to Bedsty. And then I, when I got back the next day, I was supposed to meet my dad for brunch, and he was already at the hotel and uh, saw me get out of the cab in my same clothes from the night before. And I was just like, ooh. Yeah. It's like, I'll be downstairs in a minute. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, it is what it is. You're a working woman. It was another, it was another era. Bygone era. Totally crazy <laughs> Tony's literally like this he's truly re- in a relaxed state crazy to just remember like how much drinking went down in those days yeah, just the amount simply of beer I drank I like com- like uh, just an amalgam of every possible drink like not even sticking <sighs> to one thing being like wine beer shots like <sighs> And then just feeling like shit. Like, I feel like shit if I get, like, f- six hours of sleep now. I feel I literally strung feel like out if I drink Red Bull. Yeah. Like, I cannot believe that I was drinking so much. Like, I would drink, like, 20 beers in a night. Yeah. If I was, like, especially if I was on Coke. Oh, forget To it. the wee hours of the morning, just drinking, drinking, drinking. Like, I cannot believe the amount of what that did to my face and my body and it's ir- it's somewhat irreversible i mean it's getting better no it's a very reverse you stopped at a young enough age yeah. where there's like still time to preserve but i did look older than i was but well, yeah time i mean I it stopped. just dries you out dries me up like a it's like low a, tide like it just rings you out yeah. like a sponge i was like literally would go to new york to work on white girl problems, rage till like 4 a.m., get blackout, then have to be awake and like ready to write a book at nine. And I did that. You did do How that. How did I fucking do that? Just I don't fueled know. by youth. I could not do now. 20s adrenaline? Were you in your 20s? Yeah. Yeah. It was like the last five years of my 20s. Damn. Double homicide. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm grateful my shventies are over. I want to uh, really quick talk about two things. Yeah. I think we should do Tampa Bay's first. Okay. Because it feels like it's fitting to what we're talking we're ta- about. We're but Tampa we're Just Tampa a quick vibes. detour. I'm obsessed with what's happening on Twitter right now. <laughs> so last night or yesterday, Ben Shapiro, that ghoul, that conservative far right, like troublemaker Mm -hmm. his sister whose whole vibe is like she's trying to get women to become like conservative again and like return to the home and her twitter name is named classically abby her brand is like like classic ladies classic ladies and she like she (laughs) she did a music video shot on her iphone like about her pregnant baby bump and she's like singing like "Ah!" that doesn't feel classic to me so she tweeted like a side by side of Nancy Reagan and Madonna, like at the same age, like Madonna's 63 and Nancy. And she's like, don't you, who do you want to be more like Madonna? It's a picture of her like spread on With, the like, bed. Like one tit out. Or Nancy Reagan, like choose wisely. And so people obviously were going to come for her. <laughs> but then, and I remembered hearing this, someone, some gay brought up, well, <laughs> Nancy, this like paragon of, you know, virtue was actually 
according to many sources and this one i think kitty keller this like gossip person in one of her memoirs said nancy was had a reputation for being the blowjob queen of the mgm lot because <laughs> she was an actress she was a working actress with that's how she and ronald met incredible and she was known for her like incredible beads for just giving sloppy head yeah and she was like famous in hollywood because she just blew everyone she was like Damn, she, she was, was deep throating she was the throat queen and she was also going probably like this ah yeah ah, yeah she got that's how she got ronnie to Men run for president yeah. she was like so now like of course everyone's running with it people are calling her throatzilla <laughs> i called her the throat duchess of the mgm <laughs> And and so like everyone obviously is making fun of her because like you know the Reagans are still considered by the conservatives like this like pillar of morality and like mm-hmm. the re- they're the ultimate like pinnacle of like Republican values. Meanwhile, they have the blood of like you know yeah, five hundred thousand like gay men because they ignored. I don't need to tell anyone this. I'm sure you know this already, but like they obviously ignored the AIDS crisis for five years and like let thousands of gay men die like every month <laughs> and slut shamed gay men and like said it was you know kind of were like it's up it's your was fault was nancy slash is nancy though a gay icon in some ways no oh, okay i mean sorry no 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 i think betty ford probably is because she was like kind of a mess mm-hmm. no nancy was i thought like later in life mm. people some gays were like yes nancy slay no i think she's like She's always she's been. She's a daemon. Okay. I think she and Ronald are like probably the number one. I watched that Showtime documentary or a little bit of it that was like about his presidency. And it was basically like he was a dum-dum and she was running the show. She was running the show. Yeah. I mean, she was... Drew Drogi has an amazing drunk history where he talks about Nancy and Ronald Reagan. <laughs> and he was basically calling her like a momager. Yeah. her one client was ronald reagan love that she's no she's like a, a she's like damon payman chris jenner yeah she's a vile bitch and he is too and they're both in hell um but i'm obsessed with everyone calling her just like and so now there's a, like someone some <laughs> former late night writer this woman she was like don't be we shouldn't be slut shaming like nancy reagan like you know it reduces all her accomplishments and it's like, I think she's fair game. Well, I think also you can be a fucking whore and also be an accomplished Absolutely. There And by all means, do both. Do both. And Madonna, like, there's nothing wrong. Like, Madonna, like, yeah, she's like, can be cringe. But like... And if given the choice, I would say neither. Yeah. Ne- I'm going <laughs> to be me. I shan't be... <laughs> Wanda Sykes. <laughs> I... D- neither please no i would uh, yeah yeah i, I don't want to be like in madonna's world at that shadow world that she lives in now but like it was just it's just funny it's also like not it's so reductive to be like there's one or the other yeah you're either like classically a, abby it's such a classic cla- it's classic, classic abby. abby abby shapiro but i just love like i love classic as being your brand i know but i i do classicy Classic-y. i just love when like twitter collectively like decides to run with a joke and like mm-hmm. everyone no matter weighs in weighs in and it's, that's like a best case scenario that's a best case scenario. And, Twitter. Then, and then every joke you see is funnier than the next even if it's like not that funny for some reason when you're just reading tweet after tweet 
<laughs> referring Throatzilla. to Throatzilla. <laughs> <laughs> like you just start I was crying last night. I love that. So I just thought that was really funny. And my other social media thing. So Jeremy Strong got profiled in the New Yorker this mm-hmm. week and it was like, did you read it? No. It was basically Who's just that? he's the guy who plays Kendall on Succession. Oh, okay, yeah. So it was basically just discussing his like kind of rise to stardom how it took a while he was like a working actor like was in the theater route you know really was willing himself from a teenager to be a famous actor like Mm -hmm. his obsession was like daniel day lewis and robert de niro so like he has modeled an actor's actor he's an actor's actor they interviewed all these other people like michelle williams like he like lived with her after he keith died in her basement cool like he's just and like they did theater together and they interviewed a lot of his co-stars. They interviewed like the guy who plays Brian Cox, who plays Logan. Mm-hmm. Love him. Basically, saying like they worry about him because he throws him. He's so method. He throws himself into his, and it it kind of like, it was fascinating, and it really it captured him as this like success at all costs actor. I will be famous, mm-hmm. you know. I will be and and like doing whatever it takes, and like it's admirable. And, like, nothing I would want to do. Like, he asked to be tear gassed in a movie he was in. Aaron Sorkin directed and wrote The Trial of Chicago 7. Mm-hmm. Like, he goes there. Yeah. And it was just... She's doing that. She was... Yeah. And just, he's so intense. And he just seems like someone, like, I don't really... He seems incredibly intense. Yeah. I probably wouldn't want to be friends with him. But, <laughs> you know, good. I like watching him. But it was, like, a... Gl- I think it was a pretty fascinating, compelling profile... And then out of nowhere, Jessica Chastain weighs in earlier this week and she went. <laughs> okay. I was wondering because someone tweeted something. They said, don't like, make not, me cry. They said, like, don't make me cry. Oh my God. It's a beautiful movie. Yeah. They were like, not Amy Adams is doing a lot trying like. Not Amy Adams. Yeah. And oh I was like, are they talking about Jessica Chastain? And I was curious talking about her talking about an article well, but then bas- I couldn't figure it out and I was just like I got to log off so I'm glad that you are here with the front lines of the social I'm on report. the front lines today on social clearly had no reading comprehension of like of the article at all cuz it actually was like a very glowing piece and like captured this like success story of this person who came from not you know just like a normal middle-class background and just like had no connections and just fucking willed himself and it's yeah. like and yeah it, it it talked about how some people in his life are concerned for him because he's so fucking intense and like he's but i think he's fine no and he's like one enemy he's fine guys yeah and he's like alienated i think he's alienated some some of his co-stars like kieran culkin was making fun of him a little <laughs> well that's good for their relationship they're roasting and also it's like good for their relationship on camera totally and it like makes and anyway jessica chastain though took to the twitter and was like i've known jeremy for 20 years he's an amazing actor an amazing man and an even more amazing father like don't read every don't believe everything you read folks i love everyone was like wait jessica like what articles you read because this was like a great piece like anyone would want this kind of profile in the new yorker (laughs) and she took to it and was very upset by it because she's had things written about her in the past you know so she like made it all about like an actor coming so then then she tweeted yesterday or the day before aaron sorkin 
she goes, Aaron Sorkin doesn't have social media, but he asked me to post this. And it was like a letter, <laughs> yes. a response he had defending Jeremy Strong. Wow. And now all these celebrities are coming forward. Anne Hathaway took to Instagram this morning and was like, Yeah, it was only a her. matter of time before Anne waited. Anne waited. But I'm like, Jesus Christ. This is, it wasn't, I just love when celebrities come to each other's aid for mm. no reason. It's, it's incredible like, work. Like when all the Avengers came for Chris Pratt's defense. Yeah. And it's like no one is saying anything. Like they all are so sensitive and so they're they're so fucking fragile. Well, it's also like I think a deep-seated need to have their moment. Like totally. when when one of them gets that kind of attention, whether it is good or bad, they it's have to... also taking away from your moment. Oh so God, it's really so important to like weigh in and find a way to like also make it about you it's there's such and then actors. if you if you can inspire then a chain reaction of other actor That's like theater happening. kid energies to be like Wait, and I have a thought too. And it like, that's the most incredible like actor brain reaction. It's such, you're so right. It's such fucking actor galaxy brain of like, I'm going to make this, I need to make this about me. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's unbelievable. And it's spreading, it's, cool. it's spreading like wildfire now with Jeremy Strong. And like, I think more Who and more, else is someone out? else came out in his defense. Wait, just, wait, I need like a, I need to like, it's hysterical to me that it's like, and also of course Anne Hathaway. And it's also like the actor, like it's, it feels like very a New York based. Oh, for sure. Actor thing like to get involved Like Summerstock theater, like Williamstown, mm-hmm. you know, Shakespeare in the park, Shakespeare in the park, which is like go off but i just love that they're defending him for no reason it's like it's, they simply must <laughs> but it's like <laughs> it's just i'm imagining their group texts like this looks good you should post you know like hearting emojis like just like it's incredible how celebrities are so predictable and like just it's amazing yeah no it's great work for everyone I like that. I want more of that. I don't want that delusion and delusional behavior to ever stop. And like, who knows if Jeremy Strong even wanted anyone to come to his defense. He probably was probably like, not. He was probably like, cool. I have a New Yorker profile written about me. Yeah. I he think he's like, a, he's cool with it. He's like a dad and is like doing his thing. Also, the guy who wrote it went to Yale with him. <laughs> he knew him. Like it was, it wasn't like a slam piece. Okay. Wait, are they like responding to Chastain? Just, no, I mean, no one is except, except the gays. <laughs> but wait, where are all the actors? If I just... Anne Hathaway posted on Instagram, Jessica Chastain posted two things from her and Aaron Sorkin on Twitter. Oh, but who are the other celebrities coming out? I feel like there was someone else, but I can't remember. Okay, maybe if I search, like, Jeremy Strong. But I just love, like, more... Like, now it's going to be every day someone else coming out in his defense. Michelle Williams, in the profile, she was like, him, Jessica Chastain, and I, and um, Chris Mencina, like, were sledding down the ra- the like wet hills of Williamstown, like in sopping wet mud, giggling and laughing, like <laughs> while we did theater together. I'm like, oh my god, Tony Tones, he's upset about the Jeremy Strong New Yorker yeah. profile. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. 
Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos and you will rise to the top of the heap and you will be deified and worshipped for the rest of your days walking this planet. Because as anyone who with siblings know, that's the only goal on Mother's Day is to be the favorite. And if you're an only child, you're still competing with all your other extended family members. And it's important to wage a war and come out on top. If you're an only child, you're also at war with yourself. So what you can do 
is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking you digital frames are bleak, but I'm telling you this aura frame is chic. And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy to use app so you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading. I gave my mom an aura frame and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology, like barely even understands how to FaceTime. And I said, just let me, just let me. And I set it all up for her. I plugged it in. I fired up the app. I preloaded pictures on it and now she's so into it that she figured out how to preload pictures and even runs it from her app, which is truly saying a lot because she refuses to download apps. She thinks everyone's spying on her, stealing her data and the fact that I was able to break through and she literally loves this frame, like loaded it up with pictures of her cat. I was like, we did it, Joe. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Anyway, I think more more will probably come. We'll, We'll do an update next time. Damn, yeah, I wish I had, like, all the tweets and statements from people. Jessica Chastain did a tweet the other day. She posted Aaron Sorkin's response yesterday in a notes screenshot. And then mm-hmm. Anne Hathaway just posted an Instagram this morning. So I feel like there will be more Oh, so it's, it's only just begun. Yeah. Okay. But I like What did Aaron Sorkin say? He He's just like, like love this guy. He just was countering all these assumptions from the article with his experience with Jeremy. <laughs> How he's so great. Yeah, he seems great. It's like no one didn't say he was. Like no one said he wasn't a great actor or a great guy. I love that. Just said he was a little intense. I also love when celebs turn on the media. Oh, they, they're they like turning. Trumpian in their like media hatred. Like they're. <laughs> I like that. The media needs a little bit more of that from the own like blue, the own like democrat actors that they like support Mm -hmm. it's like perfect it's like perfect encapsulation of like democrat behavior jessica chastain don't believe everything you read folks don't make me cry and do not believe everything you read folks folks with an x Mm -hmm. don't make me cry because i have my i cannot ruin my makeup i have not taken my photo yet It's so crazy. I had several people messaging me like over the last few months being like, where is that video? And it was... They buried it. But it's now circulating again. Don't make me cry. Because of the Jeremy Strong? No, just some someone resurrected it recently. Love. Probably a gay doing the Lord's work. It, it was. <laughs> they always do. Don't make me cry. Ju- it truly is just when you think you'll never get your hands on a very important piece of video... There's a gay that's uploading it to the internet. Fully uploading it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I tweeted at, I quote tweeted Jessica's response, Aaron Sorkin's, and I wrote, she's starting. She's starting. Always starting. Speaking of starting, I want to talk about the most starting ladies of the South. Mm-hmm. I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sexy Unique, Unique Podcast. Podcast. The, the Many, many bays, bays of Tampa.
So we come back up on the tiki boat and this floating porta potty. It's been a while since we've been with our girls, but I'm glad to be back. Cuppy goes, so imagine you're in Tampa Bay on a sick ass tiki boat. Cuppy kind of sounds like Erica. Yeah, she has an Erica esque boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this notebook. <I> know. <laughs> Was this a staples acquisition? Did you buy like a three pack of them? No, just one. Love that. Yeah. So Murph is still going hard on Shiva. She says Shiva's 80 pounds and can never take her. So I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Murph is. I don't like Murph. Unwell. At all. No. I think she is a mean person. Yeah. And like a, just like a bad person. <laughs> and it's weird, but also very telling that she would come for someone like Shiva, who I really do think is like a very good person. Oh, yeah. Like a, just a good hearted young lady. She's like, you're trying to get attention from my girl? And Shiva's like, what are you talking she's about? Like, literally, no. And she's just going in on her. No one is doing anything to help Shiva or come to her defense. No. Of course. And then Shiva like goes and kind of cries. That made me sad. I've been I was there. sad too. She says, fucked up, dude. It was fucked up. Shiva is actually my favorite. She's my favorite too. Like she really makes me cringe sometimes. But, but I love it's her. Like, I'd I love be friends it. with her. Yeah, I feel like... I feel like protective over her. Yeah. I feel big sister vibes yeah. towards her. She's I just want to like the, hug her. She's sitting on the end of the tiki boat. Yeah. She's going, it's fucked up, man. And I'd go over there and be like, what the fuck Murph? Yeah. I'd be like, don't worry. Murph can't even blink. Yeah. Murph has like she really has bad lip injections. And, terrible lip injections. And can't move her face. Fried hair. Yeah. She's not. And then she's a deep conditioning mask stat. <laughs> it's true. You trying to get attention from my girl Haley? Literally no. Then Haley goes and comforts Shiva. She's she's like Shiva, you were a dumbass bitch back there, but I'm sorry that Brianna took it out on you. Literally all she did was ask a very nice question of like when are you guys going to get engaged? That's a normal thing to ask a couple. What's not normal? It's been together for six years. What's not normal is your insanely outsized reaction to a very friendly question. Innocent question. question. Which shows that you clearly don't want to get married to this person. Yeah, that you have some sort of attachment issues. And and you're probably cheating on her. This relationship is not what it seems. Murph is like also just goes right back to the bar and starts ripping shots and talking shit. With Olivia. And I was like... She's like, oh, someone's got to get a chill pill on this boat. Like, these crying girls. It's like, stop. Just stop it. You've done your damage. Yeah, why are you going after this person? You've singled out. It's also such a sign of character when you single out, like, the weakest link and you just go for them. It's like, that's not even difficult to do. Also, I think Shiva could easily kick her ass. I don't because Shiva's pretty small and yeah. Murph's pretty big. As we see later in the softball game when they're actually like not on a boat that's yeah. rocking back and forth, I was like, whoa, Murph's like a lot bigger than yeah. her. And like Murph her. has the kind of sta- dead-eyed stare that's like, she will kill someone. She has stab energy. Yeah, she'll stab you and then blame it on you. Yeah. And then be like, I would never come at you like that. Never come at you like I'd that, never dude. fucking disrespect you like that when she literally killed you. Cuppy, meanwhile, is like scissoring Mel in the... What are they doing in the porta potty I think they were like eating each other out. 
I think they were doing either K or poppers. Yeah. Their giggles coming out of the porta potty. It was it that was, was drug popper. Giggles. That was popper giggles. Or K, you might be right. Either Cuppy. way, I was like, they're doing the only time I've giggled like that hard was being in an enclosed space with another friend on a party day yeah. is from poppers or ketamine. And she goes, Mel goes, if only they had an undercover camera in there. <laughs> yeah, what did you guys do? I want to know. You just hear Cuppy laughing so hard. I want to be in there. I know. I'm like, let I want to see in. it. What are you guys doing? I'm like, poppers give me headaches now, but I'd do them. I won't do that, I'd but do I'll, I'll watch them do poppers. Yeah. yeah. I'd hold up the popper thing to each of their noses. Mm-hmm. You're like, can't smell. <laughs> can't smell, which I could. <laughs> <laughs> Murphy, then Murphy goes, damn, these bitches be emotional. It's like, shut the fuck up, you corny, corny person. Yeah. Corny lesbian. She is a corn. She has corn hair. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile. We go to Cuppy's house. Well, no, first we go to Olivia and Haley hanging out at the pool. Olivia just is so broken to me. Her face, like, she's, I mean, she's cute, but like. Her spirit is. She's very dead in the eyes. Mm -hmm. And she seems, she just has, (laughs) she has alcoholic energy. She has a lot of unresolved trauma to work through. She just darks me out whenever she's on screen. She makes me sad. Like, I hope that she can go to therapy and like work through the issues of her mom dying and her dad, like leaving her in an apartment and Mm -hmm. like working through that loneliness and maybe stop drinking for a while or forever. Yeah. But I mean, at least just for a while to like maybe get a handle on your issues, then revisit. Haley's like Murph would never, never hit someone, but she did have to come for her. I don't understand the, why everyone thinks Murph had to come for her. It was truly the most innocent question that could ever be asked from a very innocent, Haley, sweet person. Haley's like, everyone's just always like trying to come at us. I'm like, you guys, you are, you're so... You Up think, your own asses. Yeah, you think everyone is thinking about you. By the way, we got tea at our meet and greet that someone, it was the person who wrote in about the Tampa Bays. Mm-hmm. Just confirming again that no one knows these people <laughs> and that Mel... They're famous only in their own minds. And that Mel, like, basically insinuated that she's, like, one of the only, the only queer artists, artists in, in Tampa. Tampa. And, like, the actual queer artists were, like... No, bitch. Mm, no. <sighs> yeah, Murph and Haley, they also make me sad. I'm also, like, Haley, you're too hot for this. Yeah, and she seems like she's at least, like, she, like... She's not totally indoctrinated, but it's, like, the longer you stay with this person, the lower you're going to sink, and you need to get out of there. I think it speaks volumes that she, her instinct was to go comfort Shiva. Mm -hmm. She knows also that Murph is, like, probably does this a lot. And then later in the episode, she's, like... Murph never apologizes. She's like, I never apologize. It's just not my thing. And I'm like, that's not something to brag about. No, that's that's like, not like a good quality to have. That's demented. That's, that's a, a terrible quality to disordered. have. Disordered. Yeah. You can't apologize or take any accountability. Like, there's, you're a narcissist. Yeah. Um, Back over to Cuppy's house we go. She has, she has a, a sign. sign. 
Bad bitches only. Bad bitches only. I love. They are such sign lesbians. They are. Because Mel sign has art. one that ha- that says good vibes only. They're they all. They're all sign lesbians. Sign lesbians. <laughs> there's also this like establishing shot of like wildlife in Tampa, and there's you just see a rooster crossing the street, and then we. Cut I love to- when there's just like roosters roaming. Mm-hmm. It's very Hawaii. Um, they're eating salads. Cuppy's house is very dark. Yeah, it's painted. <laughs> the walls are dark. I didn't see that for her necessarily. <laughs> Cubby's describing she had one tuna piece of sushi, salmon tuna sushi, roll? tuna roll, and her whole body became thrushed. She goes, do you ever get a niacin flush from like eating tuna? And then she describes like a, an incredible reaction she had to one piece of a tuna roll. And I was like, to the doctor you go. But then I remembered Nurse Cuppy. I love also how many of them are nurses. It's, Summer and Marissa are over, and Marissa is just truly in a nurse outfit. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're also boring. Sam and Marissa? Yeah. I, I like, like them, them, though. I like them. They're, they seem fun to hang out with. I would want to go to Marissa's parents', parents house. house I want to go to her parents and Sheba's oh. parents. Shiva's she slightly moms. homophobic mom, my queen. No, I love her. I she's love. the kind of homophobic energy we need a little bit more of. Where she's accepting, but also like... She's accepting, but she'll eye roll if she feels like it's necessary. And with yeah. some of these lesbians, it's very necessary. Um, There's going to be a softball game. The salads they're eating look really good. Yeah. Cuppy goes, you guys going to the softball game? <laughs> she has her fan. Yeah. You guys going to go to the softball game? And they say they're going to bring a picnic to the game, but they're a little bit nerves about seeing Brianna, aka Murph, and Haley, old corn hair and Haley. And <laughs> I'm just so like, I don't understand what's going on at all. This must be producers like fueling this because no one really feels this way about each other. No. Also, because if you don't like people in this day and age, you just don't hang out with them. You guys, this, this is very pre COVID dilemma where now it's like you don't have to do anything you don't even have to have a softball game you guys going to the softball game also all the blinds are down on her the blinds are down and then summer and marissa are gonna bring like picnic baskets and food and then they're like if they roll up with bad energy it's just gonna be like you can't do that you can't like roll up on a picnic with bad energy and i was like what is this philosophy where did you get this idea about picnics Oh my god. Murph rolls up everywhere with bad energy. Yeah. That's just her vibe. Stop inviting her to your picnics. Yeah, don't invite them. Ice them. Days later, Shiva's <laughs> she just cuts to Shiva and Jordan and Shiva goes, Dude, I'm just so glad to be off that fucking boat. <laughs> I'm like, honey, it's been a week. I think Shiva's haunted by yeah. a a literal porta potty on a plank. <laughs> I would be haunted by that boat and so also so glad to be off it. But I think Shiva wakes up every day screaming, screaming herself awake, having a nightmare about still being on that boat with like Miss Lips coming with towards like her. Big Bird <laughs> coming towards her to f- flapping, flapping, flapping and calling. She kind of looks names. like Big Bird. She's Big Bird energy. Shiva and Jordan are getting lunch at that same coffee place, and Jordan where that typewriter man was. Yeah, I'm haunted by the typewriter man. I wake up I think screaming. Of, I think of him constantly. Jordan goes, "Oh, sorry, that was my girlfriend calling. I'll call her back later." I'm like, "Okay, George Glass." <laughs> no, you George- don't. 
Georgina Glass. We are full Jordan girlfriend truthers. I don't think she has a girlfriend. I think it's all fake. No, she goes... She was like, oh, yeah, how's that going? And she's like, it's really great. We've been together six months now, and, like, we're really obsessed with each other, and we're like, every time we talk, we're like, mm, we're going to have a baby soon. I was like, fake. This is all fake. Yeah, she's like, it's amazing. I mean, it's only been six months, but, like, I really see her as the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. And she was like, cool, bro. <laughs> and I was like, I'm like she's like, and it's really hard. Life is a lie. She goes, it's really hard to be long distance. She's several hours away, several, <laughs> several hours away by car. I'm like, what? I thought she was like across the no, United States. She lives like in Northern Florida. We so, need eyes on Jordan. I need eyes on Jordan. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a Jordan truther. I think. I don't know what's going on with Jordan. I feel like. The I feel whole like everything that Jordan brings to the table is, is a lie and fake. I was very like, this is weird. I did not believe her about her grandparents. I was like. It's all like off camera in the most convenient of off camera ways. Oh, it's it's very my girlfriend is at camp, is from camp. Mm-hmm. Oh, my girlfriend's calling. Let me call oh, her back. I guess I'll have to call her back. How's that going? We're good. You know, it's actually really good. We've only been together six months. But... We're obsessed with each other and we're going to have a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have my eye on you, Jordan. I'm keeping my eye on you. Yeah, I, I mean, she's cute, but like, I'm just kind of like... Love her softball. Something doesn't add up with her. No, I'm like... Mm, we'll see. Mm-hmm. So Jordan isn't out to her grandparents. And she's having Shiva. a dilemma. Shiva goes, I don't even think my grandparents would understand what gay even is. So her family's from Iran. So like she, they're just very conservative and she's, it's not even on the table for her. And she's made peace with it, I think. Yeah. I'm just like. I know. It's interesting to think it's about. It's interesting to think about. Yeah. Like an older generation of Iranian grandparents, <laughs> like not even being able to conceptualize what it means to be gay. I mean, her mom mentions later that there's not even a word for it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think about, like, my my grandparents and, like, what... I mean, they're long dead, but, like, what they would have said mm-hmm. and how they would have reacted. It's, like, interesting. to th- Like, I think my grandmother would have been cool with it. Yeah. I think she knew I was gay, but, like... Like, my grandfather was, like, in the Navy in World War II. Mm-hmm. I want to know what he would think. I think my grandmother would have been, like, yeah, open and fine. queer? Yeah, like, bisexuality. But, like, I think... But everyone in their lives has come across, like, a gay or maybe a gay situation. Or like, or back just in the- even a situation where you make eye contact with someone else about a gay, like two men hanging out, and you're both like, mm? or like, like you know about gayness. Yeah, I think like they had different concepts of it. Like I think I'm sure like my nana and grampy growing up in like outside Boston, probably there were probably like someone in town that everyone probably talked about. There's always. I mean, so- my. I had an aunt who I had a great aunt who was had a roommate. Yeah, there's always I'm just saying there's golf. always someone. She was a Tampa Bay. Yeah, there's always someone that either they knew of or a neighbor. Even like Shiva's mom is like, oh, we there were like men in the neighborhood and we knew, but we just didn't talk about it. I think that that's like a common mm-hmm. thing. 
But yeah, like just having like no idea how to even understand. Yeah, but um, this this whole plot line is very manufactured and like God bless, like hope hope it all works out for you, Jordan. But like, who cares if your grandparents? <laughs> I know like are they I'm like are they paying for your life yeah I'm just like why is it they're just old they're from another generation like if they don't get it like who fucking cares yeah it makes no difference one way or the other she's like so nervous I'm like are you okay your mom is great about it yeah your parents are completely accepting it feels really it was a real acting moment for Jordan and I would say that she failed the acting test I yearn for no more scene no more scenes the acting test yeah the audition mel and summer meet and mel the only queer artist in tampa bay summer's like i know you're so busy like what do you have coming up and she looks at her calendar and she's like so busy this summer with pride she goes i have a lot of fun projects coming up she goes you know how i always do something for pride yeah Summer goes, how far out are you booked? And she's like, mm, let me look. And she's like, ooh. Her calendar looked pretty free to me. Yeah, she's like, maybe the 6th? I'm like, the 6th of what? October? She's going to paint a mural in the med spa where Summer works. Yeah, she's like, I just love her being like, ooh. you know. <laughs> There's like, okay, there, I'm going to try to articulate this. There's a certain gay that like only exists for pride. Mm-hmm. Where it's like. Pride is their corny. Moment. It's like a little corny and like, I mean, I love, we all love pride. Pride's great. Pride like, art, not great. Yeah. People, there's like a certain gay that like only, it's like they only come out but once a year and it's for the month of June mm-hmm. and like they're like drinking out of rainbow colored Svedka or rainbow bottle Svedka being like happy pride, you know, and mm-hmm. like they're, Mel is that kind of gay. Her art exists. For only for, for pride, pride and pride alone. And then once June is over, it's gone. Yeah. She's just muraling. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. It's like a very, it's so specific. It's like a, it's so weird. Cause it's like, it's like, it's not, it is what pride is about, but also it's not, I don't know. It's, it's very, I mean, pride is subjective, I guess, but. Yeah. But like true pride is you're just you have pride twenty four seven. But her art is like exists only for the month of June. That's the big moment mm-hmm. where she makes art that T B D if anyone buys it. Mm-hmm. But that's when she's most inspired to make it. She goes, mm. She asks Marissa or she asks Summer if she and Marissa will do a nude pose for her pride art. I was like, the answer is no. She goes, mm, I seriously think you guys are just so beautiful. I'm like, I can't tell, like, and then later when she greets them with a glass of wine, I'm like, what's going on, Mel? She's the old Terry Richardson over here. Yeah. Yeah, Trying to fuck. Summer says yes, but then is taken back, taken aback momentarily at the nudity of it all. Marissa is, you know, as she knows, she's from sort of a more conservative. Marissa's not a naked lesbian. Mm -mm. She even says later, she goes, I'm not that kind of lesbian. I no, love Know Thyself. And this is for a, a pride exhibit, in quote. This is, hmm. stay away. This is me. This is me. The month of June is just fully. <laughs> Maybe the 6th. Maybe the 6th of August. Because <laughs> I, have, I have to come down from. I'm really gearing up for pride. <laughs> That's when I'm most inspired. And I start just like painting boobs and pussies all month leading up to my pride show. 
then the month of June, just, like I really coming down from the fact that everyone loved my art, but no sales were made. <laughs> and then I'm just going to recalibrate. So maybe on the six, I'll be able to paint this mural. Mm, looking kind of tight for the month of, you know, I always have a show around pride. <laughs> Um, Jordan, my Shiva, question. Oh, yeah. Your question is: Is it really a reality show if there's not an axe throwing scene? No. Why is that? It's always something. It's now a must have, must have. activity in every single reality show I've watched. You're so right. They're always throwing axes. Jordan, Shiva, and that girl whose name I forgot. What's her name? She's like a nickname too. Oh yeah, it's like Murph and I wanted to call her Block, but it's not. That's it's not. like Brock. It is like she'll come back in, the, yeah. in another episode and we'll remember. She's like the one that's obsessed with Murph and Haley. Yeah, she's like they're her girls. Mm-hmm. They go axe throwing, which is just some great lesbian antics. <laughs> Paul Bunyan. Shiva goes. Paula Bunyan. <laughs> Paula Bunyan. Goes to spit game at a group of girls. I honestly, she has game, and that ninety percent of it is failing. Yeah, and that is actually game. It's very Does that make like sense? yeah. It's like the game is there, but the game the game is her not having game, and it's kind of charming. She goes, "So, are you an athlete?" Yeah, she she loves going up to like a random group of straight women and just being like, "Hey." She wants, she was all about converting. She, yeah, she's really, she's into conversion therapy, mm-hmm. but straight to gay. Yeah. She was, you here with your friends throwing the axe? I'm here with my friends throwing the axe. It's I was like, Shiva, I <laughs> please. They, she picks up a girl named Reed who's really pretty and she's a professional runner. Yeah, an athlete. So, you an athlete? She's like, yeah, I actually am like turning pro. And she was like, she's, tight. Hell yeah. You here with your friends throwing the axe? Mm-hmm. I'm here with my friends throwing the axe. And she was like, "So you know, we got a we got a pickup softball game coming up, and we need <laughs> we're trying to recruit some uh, some stellar athletes. Like, would you maybe want to be part of it?" And Reed's like, "Hell yeah!" Mm-hmm. Reed's definitely. That's when I was like, Reed's a les. Yeah, but she's like, but then... I don't know. If she's yeah. We'll get to it. Mm-hmm. So then Marissa is worried about showing her titties in Mel's painting. Yeah, you can just say no. Yeah, I'm. I love. I'm not that kind of lesbian. She wants to do like a summer. Summer was like, do you think I could maybe sit behind Mal- Marissa and like block her tits out? She goes, I don't know, and it might need to be like full frontal. Is I'm, Mel trying to slam? I think she is. I, I I'm not trying to be like. She's just trying to see some boobs. She's horny. No one's fucking her because of her art. Yeah. She, she might need to pivot to different kinds of art. Yeah, she's yeah. lost like 80% of her like Rolodex <laughs> of fuck buds. Jordan goes to her mom. And they talk about coming out. She goes, obviously Tampa is a very progressive city. I was like, all right. Sounds cool. She's wearing a Rucker softball shirt, which I loved. Yeah. And I Jersey. guess Jordan's mom had her when she was 18. So she says they kind of grew up together in some ways. And I thought that was sweet. It was sweet. Her mom's cute. Yeah. And she's really supportive. She like loves her daughter. So her grandparents are like 40. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're like my parents' age. Yeah. They're like young. Yeah. Dude, your grandparents don't care. My parents. No, I mean like they're probably in their early 60s or something or late 50s. 
They don't care. They don't care. It literally makes no difference to the day-to-day existence of their lives. And this is like so... It's just like narcissist to think that your penchant for puss affects them in any way, shape, or form. Well, I guess her one her one hesitation is that because her parents were in an interracial relationship that she's and her I think maybe her mom's parents who her mom is white Mm -hmm. who married a black man and I think her parents had some hang up about it when they first got together so I think maybe that's why or is that what she was alluding to I guess I kind of fugued I was like this is not the most exciting storyline but Jordan was a semi-pro softball player yeah that's rad and she goes I miss the field and I was like I was feeling invigorated as a former softball player. She's so good. From like literally grade school, like first grade all the way through senior year. I was like feeling the headiness of getting back out there on the field. So then. But the fast pitch scares me. It was always like a slow pitch. Jordan, her mom and her sister are like. They do some warm-ups warm before the big game. And Jordan and her mom's just like shouting softball lingo. She's like, pick it up, pick it up, Jordan. I really, I miss like, yeah, I miss that. Um, Then Murph, fucking Murph and Haley. I just wrote, Murph needs like a bucket of pig's blood dumped on her. She needs humility. She needs the ice bucket challenge. She needs humility because she comes and she's so rude to her, Jordan's mom. She's just kind of like, hi. I'm like, you, who are you? You sell real estate in Tampa. Does she think? Not that that's bad. Is she rich? Or she thinks she's rich? So that's why she acts like this? I don't know what her problem is. What's great about her? I don't understand why everyone's obsessed with Murph. She has that car, like a classic car that's kind of cool. She has a house with a pool that's like fine, but not that great. She just like comes on the field like... "Mm." And but her personality is so bad. Like she really feels like a she'd be a drag to be around. I loved Haley's like hoish little softball outfit. Haley's always like uh, even wanna, on the boat when her, she turned around, she was just wearing a thong. Yeah. I was inspired. I was like, I want that. I love suit. her. I yeah. want to wear that softball outfit with like the yeah. The you tie. wear that, and then this summer I'll go full thong. Mm-hmm. Just like your. Suit. Just my f- whole ass hanging out. It was like very eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, then Cuppy arrived. Cuppy at one point is just in the outfield with a glass of mimosa, fanning herself and a glove, and she holds the mimosa with her glove and like adjusts her crotch. <laughs> it's like queen shit. She's seeing her run is the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> okay, here's I have to say that Cuppy <laughs> obviously is like. Yeah, she's funny, but I'm also like, she's also really boring. Yeah. I think maybe that's why she's so iconic. I'm like... She doesn't bring anything really to the table. nothing to the table. I want her to, like, she's she's, she's just, just truly giggling. That, she's truly that person that they're like, whoa, she's so crazy. Because she just laughs and, like, does, I guess, like, does whatever she wants, quote unquote. But what she's doing is like... She's fanning herself. Yeah. Marissa um, and Summer, I guess, allegedly ignore Murph and Haley. And that sets off. That sets Murph off. So then Murph... in like, like I why feel are like, you going to ignore me? Ugh. Yeah. I think in some kind of power move towards Marissa and Summer, she goes up to Shiva and apologizes. Yeah, but it was a non-apology apology. 
Shiva's also wearing like a bucket hat. And I just loved it. Shiva's whole softball outfit. I was like, honey, like we've just got to streamline some things. She goes, yeah, you know, I don't apologize. But, was, uh, I'd ne- and that's the thing is like, I'd never come at you like that. Like I'd never disrespect you. It was just like, wasn't even you. It was like a lot of people just like in my ear. It's like, all you have to do is say, I really overreacted. I was so mean to you and I'm sorry for mm-hmm. being so rude to you. Do you accept my apology? And she can't even do that. But Shiva takes it in stride and she's like, it's okay, bro. It's all good. We're all good, bro. We're all good, dude. <laughs> then we go to see Shiva's mom, who's iconic. I love her. Um, Her mom is cooking a huge meal for Shiva and all her friends. Mel at one point goes to her mom. I'm a painter. And her mom literally goes, okay. She's, what do you paint? And she is... Mostly women. Yeah, I just love, I love to paint women. And her mom goes. Yeah, I'm and her. And then just turns around and walks <laughs> away. <laughs> I'm her. They have a nice house. Yeah, she Shiva's mom is all of us reacting to Mel's art. <laughs> Shiva just kind of laughs with her mom about like, when did you know I was gay? And her mom basically says like. In middle school. Because she started dressing. She's, you didn't want to wear dresses and you didn't want to wear makeup. And I just knew something was up. Oh, but she loves her. And Shiva shows a picture of herself in kindergarten. Really cute. She's truly the cutest little baby She's boy. She's beautiful. I know. She's stunning. Yeah. Like her hair and her big eyes. She's really, really sweet. She is just a sweetie pie. Let's have her on the pod. Okay. Shiva, come on the pod. Come on the pod if you're listening. <laughs> we love you. We love you. We stand. Also, how old is she? She's young. I know. She's like 19. <laughs> she's such a baby. <laughs> I'd be like... I'm like, honey? Yeah. No, I see great things for her, though. Yeah. Like, I can see her when she's like 30 or 40, and I'm just like, wow, you're going to be... You're she's just going to like love your life and be amazing. You're already amazing. You're in this like very toxic friend group right now, but just know like in 10 years you'll be the one that like everyone's like god thank god for shiva mm-hmm. she's so fucking great right now it's like all about murph and i like shiva's like earnest goofy energy and i like the cringe and i, I don't it. want that to change i don't want her to harden herself in order to fit in yeah even though it makes me like oh i think it's be, essential i take that over murph any oh day. any day um, Shiva and Jordan go to the mailbox because Jordan's written a letter to her grandparents. It's like this big dramatic thing. She goes and she's like, Ooh, well, I guess I'm going to do it now. And Shiva's like, bro, just put it in the box. It's all good, bro. And Shiva and Jordan's like, Jordan goes, oh, once I do this, there's no going back. She's like, I didn't want this to be intimate at all. I'm like, well, okay, then just put it in the box. Yeah, it's. I mean, I feel I don't want to like no. I feel take away from no, no the no. intensity because that is, is her experience. But I'm also like, girl, like either do it or don't. Shit or get off the pot. Shit or get off the mail. And box. also, it's a letter. Like it's the, the most detached way of doing this possible. Like mm-hmm. you don't even live in the same state as them. But then later, her grandmother calls her because her grandmother texts her and goes, "What's with the letter?" Oh, and then so that made me think maybe she's. Maybe it is kind of scary. Yeah, maybe it is. Um, we'll see. Also, maybe her grandmother helped raise her because she, her mom was young when she had her. So mm-hmm. maybe like she had a big part in her upbringing. So like maybe I see why maybe she's 
very concerned about what they think. When she was like, if I had told them I've been hiding this from them for 11 years and I, she's afraid that if she had told them 11 years ago, she, they just wouldn't have been in her life. Yeah. I think my instinct is that it's going to be fine. But I like the drama. Yeah. And then Mel greets Summer and Marissa at her pad. Her house of horrors. With a glass of red wine. And she's like, okay, you guys ready to be painted? And they're like, yeah. She's like, come on in. Like, make yourselves comfortable. She goes, I have a call right now about a potential sale. So, like, I got to go take that. I'm also just like, this is a call about, like, a free mural. She's like, there's people, there's some wine. Have some wine, guys. And just, like, get comfortable. Just get comfortable. And they're like, okay. And then they look and there's lingerie on hangers. Mm -hmm. And she's like, and they're like, is that for us? (laughs) It's definitely that, like, are we about to have a threesome? Seduction. Mm -hmm. But I love Mel. The artist. Yeah. She's fucking Pablo Picasso over here. Hello. Hi, welcome to my studio. Come on in, everyone. Yeah, just get comfortable. I like her LARPing as an artist. Yeah, I like I'm it actually too. now like getting way more into Mel's art. I love Mel. What if I buy a huge Pussy. P- painting by Mel to hang up like yeah, over there? Some Georgia O'Keeffe. Mm-hmm. Well, let us know what you think about Mel's art and <laughs> any other gossip about the Tampa Bay's. Fill us in. We love it. We got some Tampa feedback about the restaurants that we were talking about. Mm. And Uleli is like a great restaurant. Oh. So we've got to go there. Got to go to Uleli. Well, we don't have any plans in the near future to go to like the South. The South. For Hopefully tour, soon. but it is on a to-do list. Yeah. I would love to hit. I would actually love to just do a Florida tour. Yeah. Miami. Miami. Tampa. Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. Orlando. Tallahassee. <laughs> I would I would literally love to take Florida by storm. Just the Florida tour. The Florida tour would be iconic. <laughs> anyway, let us know what you think. Father, son, and house of Gucci. Father, son, and house of like Father, son, and house of Florida. Mwah. Mwah. Bye. Ciao.